Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, July 18th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So I just want to review, if you read the message of the day about uh, what we're going to do tonight uh, regarding Joe Biden's trip, I'm, I'm a little tenuous on it because I don't want to be a mean guy or a cheap shot artist. Never want to do that. I haven't done it in my career. But I, I think I have to get into an area now that we have avoided, and that is that Mr. Biden simply has to go um, because he's damaging the country so much. But I'm going to walk through this in a very methodical way. Also, if you uh, read my column, uh, my weekly column, which we post Sunday at noon, and I hope you do read it, it will show you that the Democratic Party, by allying itself with the progressive movement, the far left movement, in tandem with Joe Biden, has destroyed itself. And so we are heading for real radical change politically in this country. And uh, we will get into that this, uh, this week pretty heavily. We also, on tonight's broadcast, have a guy who just produced a uh, documentary on Michelle Obama. I've been telling you that Michelle Obama is the only chance the Democrats have in 2024. So he will be here. So just a review, about um, six months ago or so, I said that uh, Joe Biden would not run again in 24. I think I was the first national commentator to do that. He is not going to run. It is virtually impossible for him to run again. So no matter what they tell you or whatever, he's out. That's why you're seeing Gavin Newsom running around and, and things like that. But about mm, maybe a month ago, perhaps two months, I didn't really look it up, but I was early on this. I said that Joe Biden, there's a good chance he's not going to make out his first term. He's not going to, he's not going to last. All right, so he's uh, 18 months in now, uh, two and a half more years. Now, I gave it 30% chance that he would leave. I'm upping it to 40% now because of his performance uh, overseas last week. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So as you all know, uh, Mr. Biden visited Israel and Saudi Arabia. He went to Saudi Arabia. He didn't want to go there to try to convince OPEC, which meets August 3rd to up their oil production, which would bring down the price of a barrel of oil worldwide. Mr. Biden would not have to go if he did not attack the American fossil fuel industry. Donald Trump, if he were president, none of this would be happening. Okay, and, and I'm not trying to boost up Donald Trump. I'm just giving you the truthful record. So Biden goes over there and he, and you know, he's a, some press availabilities. He's got to say some stuff and it's a mess. Roll the tape. I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem to honor six million Jewish lives were stolen in the genocide and continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness. To keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust, honor those we lost. Had the honor it's hard to say these words for over 50 years. I can't be that long, but for over 50 years uh, in the federal government to helping build the relationship. We'll always honor the bravery and selfishness, selflessness of the, and sacrifices of the Americans who served. Okay, so I'm, I'm not being mean here, but he wanted to say selflessness, couldn't say it. And, um, you know, he, basically, most of us, when we make a mistake, and we all do, 
I called the uh, January 6th committee, uh, the October 6th committee last week. Okay, so we all make mistakes, but most of us self-correct them. He does occasionally, but remember, he's reading everything. Big, big letters off a teleprompter. He doesn't know what he's saying. He didn't write it. He didn't edit it. He rehearses it so he can recite Joe Biden, not in a clear manner, but he can recite. But he doesn't know what he's saying because you can't say the honor of the Holocaust. I mean, you just can't. Nobody does that. So why is this important? Well, when you have the most powerful man in the world who cannot think, that's a crisis. And it's certainly a crisis for the United States. And we are certainly paying for the election of Joe Biden right now. All of us. Everybody working in this country is paying a price because Joe Biden is president. Everybody. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home. And they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, Their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. And so we all know that. We've gone over it. We've proven it. There's no two sides to the story. Um, But it's over. Joe Biden can't come back. It's not like tomorrow he's going to have mental clarity and be able to speak in a manner that commands respect. He's not going to be able to do that. Since he's been in office, he has declined. All right. If you if you go back to the debate between him and Trump, he wasn't particularly articulate in the debate, but he's declined. And now he's going to be 80 in November. He's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. You're not going to see him very much. All right. They're going to say we give up. That's what's going to happen. So he goes overseas. He accomplishes one thing, and that is that the Saudis will now allow Israeli jets to fly there. That's it. Was it really worth it? OPEC knows that a worldwide depression is going to hurt OPEC. So I expect on August 3rd, when they all meet, that they'll up the harvesting of oil. What does this do to global warming? That's why Biden destroyed the American fossil fuels ability to harvest oil on foreign land because of global warming. Well, now you got all of this. It does, nothing makes any sense. And it's his destructive presidency and his inability to, to articulate or do anything. The worst in modern times. There's no question. There's nobody even close. You know, James Buchanan, and I'll get into that someday. 
why he's the worst president ever. And Biden's not going to be worse than him because the Civil War was the worst thing that ever happened in this country. But Biden will be second worst. He'll pass Herbert Hoover and uh, Warren Harding and Andrew Johnson, all of the disasters. And that's the memo. Okay. Uh, President's schedule today, he didn't do anything. He landed 1 a.m. Sunday uh, morning. Uh, He is in the White House. He did not go to Delaware, but he's not doing anything today. Zero. Um, Jet lag, I, I don't know. He doesn't do much any day, but they're giving him a day off. So as a poll, MSNBC is an organization that is in business to help the Democratic Party and push progressive philosophy. That's that's what they do. They don't cover the news. They don't care about the news. NBC should just be up front and say, look, this is a liberal Democratic network. That's all they do. That's all we want them to do. Now, there's a poll, YouGov poll. Nah, you know, YouGov. But it. It's interesting because they polled MSNBC viewers and they asked MSNBC viewers, are you losing more often than winning ideologically? So 63% say we're losing. These are MSNBC viewers. They're not even buying the propaganda anymore. The people that watch that network aren't buying the propaganda anymore. 63% say we're losing and 21%, you know, the, the real zombies say they're not losing or whatever. They asked the same question of Fox News viewers. 48% of Fox News viewers said they were losing. News are conservative viewers. And uh, 27% said they were not losing. This is, um, you know, fairly close uh, as far as not losing, but 63%. Now, Fox News is now exclusively a conservative network. When I was there, it was not. Now it is. Uh, Although they do have liberals watching them. I've seen their research, but not nearly what we had and and what the independent quotient is. Fox News is pretty much conservative doctrinaire down the line now. Um, But it's nothing like MSNBC. Nothing. I mean, it's not even close. Okay, so uh, at the border, another historic high for the month of June to 207,000 migrant encounters with the Border Patrol. Now, June is usually when it falls off because it's so hot. Temperatures well over 100 degrees at the border crossings. People die in that kind of weather if they're dehydrated, which many of these migrants are. So it kind of goes down, but not this June. But this is a real key number. The fiscal year of the government ends in October. That's the fiscal year. It goes October to October. So October 2022 ends the fiscal year. It's now July. So far this year, about 1,750,000 encounters. It's staggering. Those are just encounters. That doesn't count the people who got in and the Border Patrol didn't see. This is just, it's a colossal dereliction of duty by the Biden administration. And there's no, again, there's no debating this. It's not two sides to this story, as there is in in many other policy matters. Fox News poll about the economy. Um, Fox News finally wised up. You know that poll has not been good, uh, but they finally said, okay, we're going to split the party affiliation, 41 Democrat, Republican 41. Only took them five years to do it. (laughs) 
If I were there, they would have done it on day one. Trust me. So they ask, do you approve or disapprove the way Biden is handling the economy? 68% disapprove, 31% approve. You don't know who those people are. I guess some of them are uh, welfare recipients who really, you know, if you are receiving government benefits, and some of those benefits are earned, by the way, Social Security, Medicare, they're earned. Well, they're, they go up with inflation, all right? So maybe some people are in there, and then there are other people who just get entitlements uh, like Medicaid and food stamps and housing and all of that. Inflation, does that matter to them? It should, particularly in a food stamp category, uh, but maybe that's part of the 31. I'm always trying to figure out who these people are. Second question to Fox Poll, do you approve or disapprove of the way Biden's handling inflation? 73% disapprove. Okay, everybody knows that. And then um, how concerned are you about each of the following? Inflation and higher prices, 67%. Extremely, very 25, that means 93% of the country is getting hammered by that. So there's no doubt that Biden is done. All right, he's finished. I can't say with certainty that they'll remove him. See, it's not going to go to the 25th Amendment. That'll not happen. They're going to try to persuade Biden to resign for medical reasons. That's what they're going to try to do. The Democrats aren't going to bring in the 25th Amendment to install Kamala Harris. That'd be a disaster. They're not going to do that. All right. But there is a good chance that Biden may just surrender and say, OK, I know I can't do it. I got to get out of here. So um, the major donors of the Democratic Party have made it clear they're not going to back Biden. And major senators have as well. We're not going to back. Them. Senators don't want Biden campaigning for them. Senators running in November don't want him. What does that tell you? Now, some Republicans didn't want Trump. In more moderate states, that's true. But nobody wants Biden. Okay, so uh, Gavin Newsom has seized this, and he's running around uh, D.C. while Biden was in uh, the Middle East. Actually, he went to the White House, Newsom. And he made all kinds of visits because he's the guy he thinks has the best chance to get the nomination 24. But I say he has no chance. He's much too radical left, Newsom. And the only person who does have a chance is Michelle Obama. So I asked my crack crew uh, to find me a guy who knows a lot about Michelle Obama today and what she's up to, what she's doing. So we came up with a man named Joel Gilbert. Uh, he is a filmmaker, and he has a film about Michelle Obama coming out shortly. And he says, quote, Michelle Obama is not who she pretends to be, unquote. So Gilbert joins us now from Los Angeles. First of all, when can people see this film, Joel? It's available now on SalemNow.com. And it's also a book version on Amazon. So you, it just came out last week. And you can go on Amazon.com or SalemNow.com uh, to watch the film or, or read the book. How long is the film? An hour, 45 minutes. Okay. And it's solely yeah. Michelle Obama? Right. It's called Michelle Obama 2024, her real life story and plan for power. And I make the case that on the one hand that Michelle is running, I go through the three, you know, things that make it very obvious to me. Number one is she started a voter registration organization called When We All Vote, very similar to what Barack did in back in 1992 in his political career. He started out with Project Vote. Of course, Barack based his candidacy on his personal story, 
his book, Dreams from My Father. And Michelle wrote Becoming back in 2018. She went on a world book tour. She's still on tour. And then finally, Michelle was the keynote speaker for Joe Biden in 2020, the same as Barack was in, in uh, 2004 for John Kerry. The keynote speaker slot, typically they give to the person they think will be the nominee at the next convention. So I, I make the case she's running for president already. And then I do a deep dive into her background from her childhood. And I show that she's her whole life story is nothing like she says. She's from a very privileged background, political family. Her father was a precinct captain working for the Democrat Party machine. And Michelle is really following in his footsteps. OK, so let's get very specific. Number one, I understand that Michelle Obama's father in Chicago was a school janitor. Is that not true? No, he actually worked for the uh, water department in a patronage job. It means he got this job, which was given to him in exchange for being a precinct captain. That's what he did most of the time. Okay, but but before that, was he a school janitor? No, no, sir. He was. He always, never was a school janitor. No, he was not. He was in the army actually, and came back from the army and uh, got this job, a patronage job, working for the city as a uh, an inspector at the water department. Okay, that faked me out then because, you know, in her bio, um, I did not read her book. I should have, but I just didn't have time um, to read her book. Does she say that her father was a school janitor? Is that on record anywhere from coming from her? No, uh, she's told the story in different ways. Sometimes he's a janitor at the water department. Sometimes he's a, a laborer. But in fact, he was an inspector, and that was the job that the Democrat Party machine would give away these jobs. About 20,000 right. of these jobs were given away to people in exchange for working for the uh, Democrat for the party, party machine. For the party in Chicago. So he's a precinct yeah. uh, guy. All right. Now, she herself uh, never really overtly said, I want this kind of power. She's always portrayed herself as somebody in the background, supportive of her husband uh, when he was president. But doesn't come across like Hillary Clinton does, you know, really wants the, the power. She's been successful in doing that, correct? Well, that's correct. Well, people, you'll remember that back in 2008, she was so over the top political, she was actually hurting the campaign. She was uh, actually a better speaker than Barack. She's a, a better politician. And she actually comes across more authentic. And she went so far over the top, you'll recall, she said, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country. That was bad. And that's when they had to reel her in. And they said, look, Michelle, you're hurting the campaign. You hate politics and you just want to be the mom in chief. And so they kind of reined her in right there. And ever since, she's kind of played this role of somebody that, you know, doesn't like politics, likes to be a fashionista on the covers of all these magazines. But in reality, she's a very, very political person. And she was just here in L.A. a couple of weeks ago with her When We All Vote organization, hitting every Democrat talking point, fiery speech. So I'm convinced she's running for president. OK. Um, is she to the left of her husband? And if so, how far? I think Michelle pretty much toes the line in terms of the Democrat Party policy. She gave a very a group of very good speeches supporting Hillary Clinton. She gave the speeches supporting Joe Biden. So she kind of goes along and says whatever the party is saying. Uh, I don't think she's an ideologue like uh, her husband Barack is, 
but I think she uh, comes across and pushes the same policies uh, despite not really being an ideologue like Barack was. All right, but I would assume she's an equity person. Let's Joe Biden, you know, uh, minority groups with special treatment from the country, reparations possibly down the road. I assume she's in that camp. And that's going to be a pretty tough sell if she tries to run for president in 24, because as I wrote in my column this week, the progressive movement's getting damaged by Joe Biden. And, and I know Michelle Obama is popular, and that will go a long way. Uh, for her securing the nomination. But what she stands for, equity, special treatment, soft on crime, uh, crazy economic policies, global warming, all of that, that's not going to play, Joel. Do you think she realizes that? Uh, I think it probably doesn't matter because she's gotten like $15 billion worth of free positive earned media for like 15 years. So She'll, she'll appeal to nostalgia. Remember how much you loved it when Barack was president. Right. Remember how much you loved the Obama years. I'm going to bring us all together. Uh, so these are the type of themes that transcend all those policies. And I think she'll be a very formidable opponent. And Republicans, uh, I think, well, they need to see this film and read the book. And they'll understand that Michelle actually is vulnerable. And the vulnerability has to do with uh, who she really is. Uh, she's someone that ran away from the black community her whole life in education, in work. And then I chronicle how she exploited the black community working for the mayor of Chicago, knocking down the projects, making 20,000 blacks homeless at Cabrini Green, and then working for the University of Chicago Medical Center where she ran this illegal patient dumping scheme to prevent black Southsiders from seeking medical care at the University of Chicago Hospital and literally dumping them in these crappy neighborhood clinics that I visited in the film to prevent them from receiving health care. So yeah, but you know as well as I do, African-Americans aren't going to buy any of that. Um, I can't well, see her in Iowa. I can't see her doing retail politics. I, I, maybe I'm wrong here, but she seems to be a bit imperious to me. Um, does she really want to slog it through and have guys like you scrutinizing her? The, uh, and Republicans are going to tear her to pieces um, brick by brick. You know what's going to happen. It'll be the dirtiest campaign in American history, particularly if Trump runs against her. Trump, Trump so runs against her. Oh God. Go ahead. Look, I, I think they're afraid. They'd be afraid to uh, attack her because if you attack her, you're going to be called racist, Not Trump. sexist, hater. Not, well, not Trump. Well, but look, she did retail politics. People, you got to remember back 2007, 2008, she was in Iowa every night giving speeches. And she's pretty good at it. And I think you'll see her uh, star on the campaign trail to huge audiences. She gives good speeches. And I think she uh, has all the potential to overcome some of those obstacles. All right. Um, you know her better than I do. Um, final question. If Michelle Obama were ever elected president of this country, could she govern better than Biden has? Or would the country then take another lurch someplace, in your opinion? Now, in my opinion, these policies uh, are failures. They don't work. And I think uh, Michelle will pursue the exact same policies, but in the person of someone that's very difficult to criticize. And uh, so I think that's the route we would go. So. Would, Barack, would Barack Obama be running the country again or would Michelle just keep him in the family room? 
I think there'll be a pre there'll be a pretense that he's not that much involved, but I think he'll be very much uh, calling yeah. the shots as most people believe he is today. All right, the doc is Michelle Obama, 2024, her real life story and plan for power. You can get it on Salem.com. Is that what you said? Salem.com? Salemnow.com. Salemnow.com and Amazon. It's there. Um, Collect the books on Amazon. Right. All right. And uh, we appreciate it if she does jump in. Joel, we'll certainly check back with you. And thanks for taking the time tonight. Thank you so much. Okay. Here's a good media story. Um, By good, I mean uh, illuminating. Um, So you remember the 10-year-old girl who was raped? and uh, got an abortion story. Well, it was very confusing uh, in the beginning. So the rape happened, according to authorities, on May 12, 2022, okay, this year. All right, this poor 10-year-old girl was raped. Well, after the Supreme Court decision in June, the Roe v. Wade going back to the states, Ohio immediately said no abortions in this state after six weeks. So the 10-year-old had to go to Indiana. And um, Joe Biden, on July 8th, said, yeah, 10 years old, raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized. He made it public worldwide. Biden did about this case. Well, after that, there was no backup. The authorities in Ohio and Indiana didn't say anything. So what happened was that a bunch of conservative pundits and uh, media said it didn't was a fake story. All right. Now, I was going to use some clips, but there are so many of them. It wouldn't be fair to single out a few of the conservative commentators and put them up there. But it was, you know, Newsmax, OANN, Fox News, uh, Wall Street Journal, Every traditional conservative outlet said the story's a fake and Biden's not telling the truth. You remember that, right? Well, um, on um, Tuesday, July 12th, okay, about a week ago, a guy was arrested for the rape. Gerson Fuentes, 27 years old, illegal immigrant from Guatemala. He's arrested in Ohio, all right? He confesses to raping the 10-year-old girl who did get an abortion. She crossed into Indiana, which had, um, didn't have the restrictive law that Ohio does, and she got a, um, an abortion, which is just tragic beyond anything. Anyway, this guy, Fuentes, and the illegal aspect of this case is being played down, of course, by the left-wing media. He is on in prison, $2 million bond. He'll never get out of prison. This guy's in prison. You know, he'll be convicted. He already confessed. He's gone. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is the story was used as a political cudgel, cudgel boom, all right, by Biden and by the right, both. Now, here's what I said about the story. Um, This uh, is, what date? July 14th. No, that's the Wall Street Journal. I'm going to put up in a minute. Uh, Here's what I said. This is July 6th. If a 10-year-old girl gets pregnant, it should be dealt with as a health emergency, not an abortion controversy. 
Reason and perspective are needed in complication, complicated situations, unquote. That's what I said. That's all I said. That's it. Because I didn't know. And when I don't know, I don't say. But all of these other vehicles were all over the place on it. And that's why you're here listening and watching me. I don't do that. And what I said about the poor girl, that's a medical emergency. That's not an abortion thing. Okay? She's 10. You don't ruin her life. You make the medical authorities' responsibility, the states of responsibility, save the girl too. Okay? Save the girl. It's not abortion. This is medical emergency. Trauma. So the Wall Street Journal, and I, and I will use this, because the Wall Street Journal, in my opinion, is the best editorial page in the country. They made the same mistake. They raised questions that this was fake. And here's what they said in their apology on July 4th. It's unusual that no one in law enforcement stepped forward to confirm the rape referral had been made, especially after the story had gone viral for days on the Internet. We appreciate our obligation to correct the work on the case, which is a terrible one. The best news is that an illegal, that an alleged rapist has been taken off the street, unquote. Well, they should have noted that the alleged rapist is undocumented. But I didn't see any other people make a correction. They didn't do it. Okay, Putin. Putin's going on a trip, second one, uh, since he invaded Ukraine. Now, just remember that Putin is the devil, okay? He's the devil. So we see in Satan on this planet. So Putin is going tomorrow to Iran to meet with the mullahs and Erdogan, the president of Turkey. Now, Erdogan, is, Turkey's in NATO. So if Erdogan's going to help Putin, and by attending this meeting, he's helping Putin, you know, Turkey, you help him, you're gone. And that should be made clear to Erdogan. Okay, so Putin goes there and he needs stuff. Because no matter what they tell you, Russia's hurt economically. So he needs things. And he's going to try to get Iran and Turkey to help him. The only other trip that Putin took was in late June. He went to Tajikistan and Tajikistan didn't have anything to give him. And now we learn that China is uh, shipping uh, electronics and minerals with weapons applications, that would mean uranium, to Russia. And this is according to a Wall Street Journal investigation. So just keep this in mind. China, Iran, both helping Russia. India, helping Russia. And Turkey, if Turkey does, out. Okay, there was a leak from the National Counterterrorism Center, of which I am very familiar because of killing the killers. The leak says that Iran is actively trying to assassinate Donald Trump, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and the commander of the U.S. Central, Kenneth McKenzie, General McKenzie. Three people targeted for assassination by Iran. This is true. This report is true. I know it's true. And they've been trying to do it for a while. Iran wants to assassinate Trump, Pompeo, and McKenzie because of Soleimani. 
Now, in Killing the Killers, we go through how the U.S. government assassinated Soleimani, the head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, the most powerful person in Iran. He got waxed by a Hellfire missile launched from a drone. That's the strongest part of Killing the Killers. You really need to know about it. But the residual is, and Trump, Pompeo, and McKinsey all know that Iran's trying to kill them. Okay, smart life. So we told you last week we're integrating a new uh, segment on the No Spin News and on BillOReilly.com. It's very important that you know our base where we live is BillOReilly.com. And you really should check in with us daily if you can. So we have uncovered a, it's not a website so much, it's an app. Now, I don't know what this is. I couldn't possibly do this. But you can, if you have kids to help you or younger people, they can help you. This app is going to save you a thunderous amount of money. So get a pen and paper if you have one nearby. If you're listening on the radio, I'll, I'll give at the end of this, I'll give you a way you can get this. So this is called The Honey App. The Honey App. It's a browser extension. I don't know what that is. But it's designed to save every American money by automatically searching for coupons on stuff you are buying. From where? Amazon, Nike, Papa John's, J. Crew, Nordstrom's, Forever 21, Bloomingdale's, Sephora, Groupon, Expedia, Hotels.com, Creighton Varrell, Finish Line, Kohl's, on and on and on and on. Whatever you need, this The Honey app can get it for you for less. It's amazing. So what do you do? Again, I couldn't do this, but I'm going to get one of my urchins to do it for me. Number one, you shop on your favorite website. You pick out what you want. You open your cart or checkout, but you don't complete the process there. With the checkout page open, you click the Honey icon that's located in the extensions or add-on section of your web browser. No idea. No idea. Then you click on Apply Coupons. may take a few minutes, but the coupons will come up. And then Honey will tell you how much you saved on which items. Okay? So if you go to joinhoney.com, this is where it all starts. Joinhoney, one word, dot com. Joinhoney.com. Now, we are on BillOReilly.com. I'm going to write the, all of what I just told you down. So you can go to the website after you watch the No Spin News. We will have it for you there. I am telling you, this is big. Because everybody has to buy stuff. And they're giving you Amazon here, which sells everything. Okay. This day in history, July 18th, 1969, Ted Kennedy drives his car off a bridge in Martha's Vineyard. This is the Chappaquiddick incident 53 years ago today. So on the night of July 18th, uh, Kennedy and a young woman named Mary Jo Kopechny left a party uh, going to an undisclosed location. Um, and Kennedy drove his car off the Dyke Bridge. He got out of the car, went to the surface, and Miss Kopechny did not. She died. Okay? 
Kennedy then went someplace for nine hours, fell asleep, if you can believe it, and finally reported the accident to the authorities nine hours later. Diver John Farrar of Edgartown, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, found the body. Okay. Big scandal. You'll remember. Anybody alive then remembers. So the criminal justice system of Massachusetts, corrupt, very corrupt, then, I don't know how it is now, but then, ridiculous, it goes through the system and Kennedy gets a two-month suspended jail sentence. Unbelievable. The Capetnies get $141,000 from Kennedy's insurance company, but they got more because I talked to Mr. Capetney in 1976, one of the first job. I tracked him down in the Poconos. I talked to him. They got about 800000 from the Kennedy family to drop everything. Back in 1976, a ton of money. Okay. So the judge who gave the corrupt sentence, his name is James Boyle. He's not alive anymore. And Kennedy himself, that destroyed his political career. He did run for president. He lost. That couldn't get out of that. Kennedy, as you know, died uh, in Hyannisport, Massachusetts, ironically, 20 miles away from Chappaquiddick this day in history. All right, we've got a good mail segment and a final thought about another money-saving thing you're going to want to hear. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, let's go to the mail on a message board. Richard, thank you, O'Reilly, for having the courage to state the truth about the far left. In my view, they not only want to destroy the U.S. Constitution, but want to control the populace as well. Of course, totalitarians. That's what the progressive movement is. My new column on BillOReilly.com, what the far left really wants. Please access and read it. Sheriff Adam on the message board. I don't have a great deal of faith in our electorate, 
They're too busy making a living raising kids to draw attention to themselves. That's what you said, Bill. Most young people are too self-centered and entitled to pay attention. But young people, Sheriff, have always been that way. Always. David, a Trump-backed DeSantis ticket promoting Trump's policies would be the strongest winner for the GOP. Trump-DeSantis ticket would be stronger. Trump first, DeSantis second. Very strong ticket. Jack, concierge member, Trump is Republicans' Achilles heel. Don't be surprised Democrats keep a significant number of seats in the House and Senate if Trump announces the presidency. I agree with that. Donald Trump would be wise not to announce his run until after the midterms. Patrick Larkin, uh, Bettendorf, Iowa. Bill used to tell us 90% of the news coverage about President negative. President Trump was negative. Can you give us an estimate of what percentage of news covering it about President Biden is negative? I can't because that study hasn't been done. I will tell you that the bad stuff about Biden is suppressed, not reported. Hunter Biden, the best example of that. Uh, Bob McConaughey, Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Have Pelosi or the mayor of Washington ever been asked why the National Guard was not called in? They deny they were asked. Both, both women say we weren't asked. Under oath, not what the record shows. Teresa Landers, Long Beach, California. Where can I find backup that supports Trump's request for National Guard and the details regarding the limousine grabbing wheel? You have to get transcripts of the... Uh, January 6th committee hearings, it's in there. Under oath, in there. Both, in both questions. Mary Ellen Wilbur, Plano, Texas. If Biden doesn't make it to the end of his term and Harris becomes president, would she automatically become the 2024 nominee? No. Nope. She'd have to compete in a primary. Steve Ingram, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Indoctrination is happening across America. I find it amazing how many people do not get what's going on in our country. I'm two years outside being a millennial, but I realized early on that progressive policies don't work. Well, they aren't working, for sure. Loose out, Venice, Florida. You talked about keeping money on hand. I want to buy a new car, but thinking of not paying cash, I want to finance at 3.6. Usually I wouldn't answer this kind of a question, Lou, because this is for concierge members. When you have financial transactions, you can run them by me. But I will say if you get a 3-6 rate, finance the call. Okay. Um, Ninny Hammer. You all know what Ninny, but Ninny Hammer is the official word. Do not be that when writing to us. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. Back in a moment with final thought that will save you money. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not gonna find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is the final thought of the day. We have a new partner in entertainment, an entertainment partner, Vidgo. V as in Victor, I-D-G-O, Vidgo. Streaming service, brand new. Rob Gronkowski, the NFL player, is the marketer here. 
Vidgo can get you pretty much all the entertainment you want for 59 bucks a month. I'm paying almost 200. I looked at the Vidgo sheet. I go, wait a minute. I don't use 90% of the cable stuff they give me. There's nothing on it. Crazy. I mean, how many times you got to see Night of the Living Dead? I don't have to say it again. All right? Vidgo. So you'll be hearing more about them because we're partnering up. They're our entertainment partner. I want you to check it out. Okay? Vidgo.com. How easy is that? V-I-D-G-O.com. Check them out. Save you money. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you tomorrow.